Ramos. I'm your host, Jose Ramos. Today, we're in City Heights in San Diego. We have a graffiti artist, MC, painter, tattoo artist, black belt jiu-jitsu, truth seeker, and modern-day renaissance man, Sergio Hernandez. What up, Jose? Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming down to San Diego, man. Yeah, thanks for accepting the, yeah, to come on. Yeah, really for appreciate sure. appreciate it, man. Yeah. So, um... I, the, the first time I met you in person was I came down uh, two months ago, like on my birthday, and yeah. I, I got a tattoo from you. Got that was a, a cool. rose, and that was cool, you know. How did you feel? Kind of up all right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Like really nice. It's like it's the best one that I have, you know. It's Sick, professional. Dude. Yeah, man. I have a couple other ones, but yeah, and it was cool. It worked out fine. Um, so, how did you? What, what city did you grow up in? It was it here? Or? Well, yeah, I, I spent a lot of times here in City Heights. We, uh, my dad bought a house here in the 1980s. And then my parents got divorced, and so we moved around a little bit. Yeah. But my dad still had the property here in City Heights on 40th Street. And then we were here, there actually, there was a freeway that they built right through City Heights. Uh, I think it was like 88 or something yeah. like that, right after my dad had bought property. And so they destroyed half of the, oh, that sucks. so the much of the neighborhood, yeah. you know? And the, the, our house got missed, barely, you know? So, wow. yeah, by two blocks or That's whatever. That's kind of like what happened over there in LA with the, with the Chavez Ravine, you know, where, the, where Dodger Stadium is? No, I'm not okay, familiar so with Dodger it. Stadium is people used to live there. Like, not Mexican people live there. Mm -hmm. and they did. They took people out of their homes. There's like videos of like them carrying women out of the out of their homes and yeah. shit, so they can tear down that. You know, Chavez yeah. Ravine. One of the darkest days of Los Angeles came on May 9th, 1959. A day that came to be known as Black Friday to the community's former residents. Sheriff's deputies and bulldozers arrived to enforce the eviction orders against the few remaining families. The city forced out the last residents of Chavez Ravine. And with these few families forced out, the barrio was forever gone, never to return. Only three years after this dreadful day, a day an entire community was erased from the map. Dodger Stadium was built and opened on April 10th, 1962. That's why they called Dodger Stadium Chavez Ravine in memory of the Las Barrio. Some people will never forgive and will never forget, and others don't even know about the small town that was eaten up by the big city. Sadly, there's a section of the stadium that they call Travis Ravine. To me, it's yeah. like a slap in the face. Like I'm wearing yeah. that right now because I live there, whatever. But I'm not. I'm not a fan of baseball, yeah. and I don't like going there because of that. Because like, dude, like this is what they did to our people. They they drug them out of there to yeah. make the stadium. What's it called? Eminent domain, I think. Right. The city used the power of eminent domain. It's like black and white videos are pulling them out. Ladies are crying and stuff like that. So yeah. It's pretty much what happened there too. Yeah, know? yeah. So yeah, we're uh, our house is still there, and I'm still living there, and I'm trying to fight for uh, trying to stay in this neighborhood, yeah. man. You know, yeah. it shit ain't easy, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, the rent prices are going are going up, and the, and the house prices are going yeah. up, and so do you get a lot of offers from people trying to buy your house and stuff? All the time. They think I'm my dad. Me and my dad have the oh, same name. Okay. And so I get text messages and phone calls. Yeah. And so these are companies that are buying up properties now. Yeah. And so a company comes in, they're, they're investors, yeah. and they, they have the means to pay a little bit more money. And a regular blue collar person that wants to provide a home for, for him and his family yeah. can't do it because they get 
You know, bought out. they get bought out yeah. by by these, uh, you know, whatever these investment companies. Yeah, they have, they have all that money back behind, you know, behind them. Yeah, because, uh, man. I've heard people that are like, they want to buy a house, and then all of a sudden, like uh, somebody outbids them, like like easily, you know, That's easily how it outbid, is. you know, like fuck, you know, what can you do against a corporation like that? You yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like other where I live too, it was mainly like maybe ninety percent Mexican, uh-huh. and now like you know of course there's a lot of Chinese investors that came in and a lot of it's all Chinese owned, you know. Right. And it's tough because like let's say if you're a Mexican owner and somebody comes at you with all that money, you're like yeah, and you're, you're gonna take it, you know. Of you course, what are you gonna do? Label, yeah. Right? yeah, you know. But for you, it's cool that you're sticking to it, you know. I'm gonna figure something out. I'm staying here. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say, <laughs> like man, I feel like so many things are against me and. Uh, Really, the type of lifestyle I want to live, I want to go somewhere else, man. Just less fucking politicians, less yeah. government. That's what I'm interested yeah. in, you know. But, but you know, born and raised here. I've been here for, uh, you know, 43 years now. So I'm like, yeah. fuck, I ain't going anywhere, yeah. man. Yeah. Also, like, you, you don't you don't ever think, like, fuck, like, like me, I'm tired of California. Like, I tell my wife, hey, I, I want to get the hell out of here, you know. Yeah. At first, you don't want to, but now with how crazy it is and how restricted and stuff, you know, other states are better. Yeah. But, like, it's like, oh, I don't like Arizona. It's too hot. Or Las Vegas or Texas is too it's hot. It's difficult. The weather here you know? is so beautiful, yeah. man. It's so <laughs> beautiful. And just me growing up here and me being close to Tijuana and all yeah. this stuff, I really... That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. If I got to die fighting, this is a good place to die yeah. fighting. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down for it. So you're your first generation, like your parents came from Mexico? On my mom's side, I was the first one born here okay. in the United States. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. So my dad was married before. He, he had some yeah. kids. And yeah, my brothers yeah. and sisters were born here in the That's United cool, States. Man. But I was the first one on my mom's side. Yeah, you know what? I always thought, like, I talked to other people, too, like, like how it's, for me, it was kind of hard that people that came from Mexico would settle here in San Diego because it's, so, it's so close. Mm-hmm. Like, in L.A., we think, like, oh, shit, there's probably raids because over there they had raids, but, like, they would just go to sweatshops and get people. Yeah. So I would think people, like, I, I wouldn't want to, you know, if I came across the border and, and you know, settle here. Yeah. But they said, nah, dude, you would rarely see that. Yeah, I never see, yeah. you know, a Border Patrol driving around. I don't even know how that shit works or yeah. whatever, yeah. But they just, well, I guess it's go wherever, huh? Because yeah. I, I think somebody gives them a tip off, like, oh, there's people, there's sweatshops here, whatever. But here, I haven't seen any industrial places like that. No, no, I think LA has more of that type yeah, of thing going on. That's really, that's really yeah. My, my uh, one of my cousins even back in the days, it was a lot easier to cross, you know, illegally. Yeah. And one of my cousins just walked right across the border back in the days. Yeah, yeah. Like in the seventies or no, nah, this shit was like in the early nineties, I think, oh, or even shit. yeah, yeah. They just asked you, "Hey, you're a citizen or whatever." Yeah, and for him, yeah. he wasn't, but he just kind of ran straight, yeah. ran right across the border. <laughs> right now, I, I just went into TJ the other day. Yeah, I saw. It. And holy shit, dude, it, it's yeah. like a straight up like yeah. so much cameras and yeah. this post, and then that one, and you got to show this oh, and shit, to I get think, over. Did you take Walk away to, even, to even get into Mexico, oh, Mexico, Mexico before you just used to drive. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't give a shit. You're just like whatever, man. Yeah. And it was just kind of hard coming back from TJ to, to yeah. San Diego. Yeah. And uh, yeah, now the the whole fucking border situation is insane, man. So, you drove over there? Yeah, we drove. My mom goes over there all the time oh, to okay. visit family. Yeah, it kind of seems like how like you know for us to get in here, like oh hey, so you want to come to our country? We're gonna yeah. get that just as tough. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't so, know how that whole shit works. <laughs> out, yeah. But my cousin's uh, trying to make a movie out there oh that's cool and man. so he asked me to be in the movie <laughs> so I'm, I'm you know like that's I can't cool. say no to my cousin man they, that dude's a killer dude just like so creative yeah. you know with very little 
There's no. He doesn't have no fucking money, dude. You know, he has a fucking iPhone and some <laughs> yeah. editing equipment. Man, that's why he yeah. has those cameras are like fuck, 4K cameras, you know, on the iPhones. Yeah, yeah. That's why I switched over. I used to be an Android, uh-huh. and I switched over to that because of you know how good the cameras are. So yeah, man, yeah. I love it, dude. So I'm really back in the that's project, cool, and and so this Wednesday I'm gonna go back to TJ and. Uh, we're gonna film one of my scenes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not a, I'm a horrible actor, dude. Yeah. I'm really bad in front of the camera yeah. too. So, well, I don't know, man. That's yeah. just fun stuff. Yeah. I noticed you were. Uh, you took a picture of in front of the tacos El Franca. They're really good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's where my mom took me. So, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, you were with your mom? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she cool. always drives. I don't want to drive here. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, my wife, my wife is like driving out there, but for me, because I kind of drive like that, where you make your own lane and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Sometimes, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to cut in front of people, and everyone. <laughs> Yeah. Matter, yeah. yeah. So, um, how did how did you discover like art that you like to draw and all that stuff that you knew how to draw? Did you- um, well, a, a lot of the stuff that I'm into, man, comes from. Uh me growing up very religious mm-hmm. and some would consider you know, I grew up Jehovah's Witness my okay. mom was Jehovah's Witness my dad wasn't my dad was agnostic he doesn't want nothing to do with yeah. religion or even politics yeah. my dad's like I don't want nothing to do with it man I'm focused on providing for my family um, so anyways my mom take me to church so often and you're sitting there for fucking hours you know and so like it's just like idle hands, you know? So just drawing and drawing and drawing. I'm like, shit, dude, I have to do something. Yeah. So I would just be drawing, you know? And me and my uh, younger brother, uh, he was very creative too. And so he always had different art projects. Yeah. And him being my brother, dude, we just worked together. That's you know, cool. we, yeah, he's like, well, let's draw this this idea or that idea or this story or that yeah. story. And I siempre le seguía la corriente, yeah. you know? I'm like, yeah, let's let's do it, dude, you know? Cool. And you guys didn't, like, fight? Because me and my brother, we used to fight a lot. Because we were, like, two years apart, and we would be fighting and stuff. Would you guys fight a lot, too? Or no? Um, not, not, uh, not back then. Yeah. We just connected through creativity now that we're older yeah yeah we disagree on shit and, and <laughs> i feel like he insults me and so i insult him back yeah. and it's just like i'm like yeah, man natural, you know yeah, yeah man and like i don't know i don't want to get too much into his own shit but it sucks how like you know like you know your brothers and stuff but even with me and sometimes you get like, like with a disagreement with them and like you'll talk for a couple of months so it sucks yeah. that's like that's our family you know what i mean yeah yeah and how it says that's how it says uh you know in the bible that how can you be good with somebody else if you're not good with your brother you that's I mean? it that's more that's important it. you know what i mean yeah and I know some people don't believe in the Bible, but I mean, a lot of the stuff is, even if you don't believe in it, it'll just make you a better person. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's some of the, I mean, I, I, I'm not religious. I consider myself Christian, but I don't go to religion. Just, yeah. just based on the Bible and, you know, and then try to do good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. And, and I don't try to push it. If you don't want to believe, don't believe it. But I want to at least believe in something. That, yeah, you know? yeah. And me growing up, Jehovah's Witness also is like... Uh, made me uh spiritually aware you know what i mean Re- i read the bible multiple times and all these things and yeah. so like even even though i don't subscribe to any specific doctrine or religion or anything like that christianity i think was one of the biggest influences for me yeah. and to this day it still applies a lot of the stuff that i taught and uh, that i learned yeah as, yeah. as a young it, it makes, you know it makes sense like it goes yeah. hand in hand you know yeah man for sure You know, driving around here, you're gonna see your artwork, and I've seen it, and I can, and it's yours. You can tell it's yours. You know, um, how did you get into that, like the graffiti aspect of it? Um, I, I, my older brother started doing graffiti with with our neighbor, yeah. and they used to have crazy adventures and stuff. And I think when you're just like 13 or 14, you're like, I want to get into some trouble. I want yeah. to have some fun. You know, do yeah. some. You watch movies. You want to get into some trouble. Yeah. And so I would sneak out of my house and go paint the freeways and go paint, you know, and little by little I wanted to get better at it. Yeah. 
and uh, watching a lot of cartoons. I'm always obsessed with cartoons, so I wanted to, to, to be a cartoonist. Yeah. And it was crazy because growing up, my mom would say that, uh, you know, like, you, you, I was supposed to be an artist for the church. Oh. Like, that was the thing that, <laughs> yeah. like, hey, mom, I want to be an artist. Well, no, well, if you want to be an artist, you should be an artist for the for church. God, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, oh, man, I wanted to draw funny cartoons and shit, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, what, but, were you, what were your, I'm sorry, yeah. what were your, like, your, your, like, favorite cartoons that you would like to watch? Well, my era, it was, like, Transformers and G.I. Joe oh, yeah, like and, today. like, He-Man, Masters of the Universe. Yeah. And so I'm from that era, you know, Tom and Jerry, all yeah. that type of stuff. And so I always loved like heroic characters and, okay. you know, I always yeah. imagine myself being like in a movie, like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. in Commando or some shit, <laughs> Predator or whatever. You know. Yeah. You know, I think too, like uh, what you mentioned right now, like you, you would, you would uh, imagine, you know, yourself like that. And I think um, being an artist, you have to have an imagination because that, that's where, that's where it comes from. You know, like your art, you know, it's yeah. expressed through your, you have your imagination and with the art, you're expressing what's on your mind, you know? Yeah. So it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And a lot of times um, I wanted to draw something very specific and I wasn't able to hit my mark, you know, yeah. but there's so much beauty and the imperfections and the yeah. inconsistencies and the shit that I fucked up. You know what I mean? Because there was always better artists than me in, in high school, especially. Yeah. I was like definitely not the best artist at all, but um, I think stylistically, yeah. the imperfections in each individual's personality comes out, and, comes out. and that's what makes things beautiful, yes. really. Because like I would tell my kids when they would draw stuff, like, oh, this didn't come out right. I'm like, look, dude, I think pretty much anybody can draw anything, but it's just going to be up to in your ability and how you see it. And, uh, you know, and, and it's nice, too. You know, yeah. it's just your interpretation of it. That's the best. For me, that's my favorite art. Yeah. So if I if you put a drawing of a realistic, yeah, um, whatever the fuck it might be, yeah. and you have a 10 year old kid that draws the same thing. For me, the ten-year-old yeah. kid has way more funk, way more style, yeah, it's and more it's just more, in, in, more interesting, interesting, more entertaining to look at. Yeah, and then it's look because like when you're drawing, you're, you're you're trying to copy the what you're seeing onto the paper, right? Yeah. But that means that they're only drawing what they see, and that's right. what you see. Like maybe they, the eyes might stand out, so they'll draw the eyes a little bit bigger and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, as opposed to like someone who's drawing like an exact portrait of it, might as well just take a picture. Might that's, as well that's take what a it picture. Is. It's dead. It's, it's boring. Yeah, it's boring. Yeah. You know, so. With that, because I noticed your style is like, you know it's you. How, how did you develop that style? That's just how you, you draw, um, draw everything? I think through graffiti, you got to draw like uh, some some parts of the body exaggerated yeah. because of the medium that you're using. Yeah. You can't get super detailed and you can't have everything proportioned yeah. because it's impossible. You can't do a tiny little head with spray yeah. paint. At least when I started, now yeah. you can with airbrush or whatever. But uh and so you had to um, exaggerate certain features, like a big head or a giant hand and stuff like yeah. that. And over the years, I try to tone it down now. And so in my yeah. head, I'm drawing realistic shit, yeah. but everyone's like, oh, that's funny. That looks like a surge character. It's oh, like some yeah. big head. You know? They know, they know it's yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the one that I liked a lot too was like a, like a peace sign, but it was like a rabbit. Oh yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, like thanks, man. One too. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it's called Peace Rabbit. I even did a cartoon about it. Oh, and shit. And the Peace Rabbit is a character that just is always says yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he can't say no to that's anything. Cool. That's cool. But he gets him into trouble too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because people are from drugs, and he be like, Yeah, sure, I'm down for you know, down for <laughs> yeah. whatever. You know, yeah. that type of character. Yeah, and he's ever, always spreading positivity. Though, have you ever thought about like making like a com like a like, comic book out of that? Like well, I did. Um, I had a customer um, 
Yeah, we they made a cartoon out of it, oh, a cool. two minute cus, uh, okay. two minute cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be like the intro to. Yeah, yeah. So did, did, and, and you were involved in the illustration, or you just drew the sample and then they they ran with it and they redrew it, or? No, um, my buddy Tom, dude, rest is rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, he encouraged me to draw every frame and then he and his friends that were animators yeah. animated the whole thing uh -huh. and then i recorded a rap song that was supposed to be the theme song yeah. to the peace rabbit yeah yeah oh crazy how do you feel if if you were a new kid and then you don't know how to speak english with your friends you got nobody to talk with then you feel bad and sad reminds me since you mentioned the uh, the the rapping uh, about that um, that uh, was it called Living Dead Records. Living Dead Records. Yeah, because I, I mean I was studying your stuff and uh -huh. you're, they were talking about that. So like, were you ever involved in, in making the actual music, or you would just rap over the beats? Or no, it, we we. So I've always been into rapping, but I'm not good at it. It's just like something I do for fun. Yeah, I like to hanging out with my friends yeah. and writing and shit and rapping about weird whatever I want to rap yeah. about that day. <laughs> Is you punch him in his fucking face You yeah. kick him in his nuts It takes a lot of guts Cause you probably get your ass kicked But the pain will pass You gotta be free The planet spins like a Tasmanian Devil dressed as snakes in the grass I'm slaying up You gotta ask yourself many questions Continue the search Right up past that school and church Yeah, yeah and so we, we set up this program where we were meeting up on Mondays and Wednesdays and it was uh, basically me, Rocksteady Bebop and the homie Shantastic, which had his own studio and we'd meet up every Monday and every Wednesday and we would record uh, two songs uh, every Monday and Wednesday. Oh shit. And so it'd be four songs a week. Yeah. Four songs a week, dude. And uh, the homie Speakeasy made the beats and... and uh, yeah, so it was just good creative exercise, yeah. you know, good creative exercise. And so everyone's obsessed with making the, the hit song or the hit movie or the fucking greatest painting ever. No, man, it's more about like just having a, a rhythm in your life going, you know what I mean? Like having a good, consistent rhythm. And I noticed that sometimes like whenever you're you're doing something and you just do it and you don't really plan it too much, because sometimes when you plan or overthink stuff, it doesn't feel yeah. as good as, as, as you, you wanted it to be, right? But it's yeah. if you just like, Let's say sometimes you don't feel like drawing, and you start drawing it, and it comes out cool, you know, and yeah. opposed to like, oh, I have to draw this, and you draw it, and it, like, it comes out shitty, you don't like it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like for me, I, I draw, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, a, like, well, I consider myself an artist, but I draw stuff, right? And every, when I was a kid, I, I, would, I would draw something, and I would look at it, and to me, like, because you're your biggest critic, you know? Mm. I just crumple it up and throw it away and say, hey, why are you throwing it away? Let me have it, dude, you know? Because yeah. like, I, I know I could do better. Yeah. Well, you, you do better but still those little times where it does suck that, that helps you also develop you know of course all, all those matter all yeah. those times matter Like that too or not? Um, not really, man. I had pretty low expectations for myself my yeah. whole life. <laughs> I was like, I think when I was in high school, I was like, if I could just one day 
having have my own art show yeah. that was as high as my uh, <laughs> as my dreams yeah. were just yeah. to have one fucking art show you know yeah. and so I did it was crazy so anything more than that yeah. has been more than I could have wow. dreamed of when I was yeah it's a blessing dude so when I was like 19 my homie Rudy hooked me up and I was able to have my first art show by myself wow that's cool man and so I'm like holy shit well I accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish yeah. in life yeah. that's probably like, <laughs> like the first step you know that was the first that was just the first step and then I think yeah. she's like oh shit like this this came to fruition and it happened like wow, that means I could do more like that, that means I could do more man and yeah. so it's crazy when they're like as big as you can dream that's what you can achieve and you're like oh my god yeah whatever dude but that's 100% real man and so now my dream is to make a movie and I want to make a movie that's cool and so I'm like I'm trying I'm trying to uh, I'm writing the script right now and and I'm taking cues from my cousin yeah. that I'm gonna see on Wednesday yeah. my brother my cousin over here got no nothing bro he's just like a bad ass creative person dude that has a dream yeah. and I know Oh, the fools be like behind his back making fun of him yeah. and family member like haha yeah right though he's making a movie well what are you doing yeah you ain't yeah. doing shit yeah. all you're doing is complaining and being mad and hating on fools that are trying to do something yeah. so if you ain't doing nothing then don't be complaining yeah. about shit oh, you know what I mean to show that you're doing what are you doing yeah what are you doing right? making all I just hate when people hate on other people that are trying to do something creative and they ain't doing shit yeah, nowadays fuck it's everywhere it's, it's everywhere man everywhere. yeah but everywhere. they're a joke yeah, yeah, you know what, what you mentioned right now it really stuck out of my head where like you say he doesn't have nothing right but he has but he has the most important thing is his brain his mind yeah. his creativity that's that's more important because you can have some guy who has no creativity no talent all the money everything all the equipment but yeah you know that I mean? is creative energy yeah. and uh, work ethic yeah. creative energy and work ethic that yeah. wins that yeah. that wins any amount of money in the world yeah yeah just like what they say too what do they say uh hard work beats talent and anything of course yeah, yeah. so it's like the same thing yeah you know? yeah i yeah. mean even michael did you watch that michael jordan documentary i gotta see it i haven't seen yeah, it yeah but anyways the reason he's michael jordan yeah. is because he worked like michael jordan it wasn't yeah. just he wasn't just born and all of a sudden he's just like yeah. wow i'm amazing yeah. at this sport he no dude like, he just worked harder than everyone else man and he's yeah because yeah. he said he got cut when he was in high school you know yeah just imagine if he would have just quit oh, yeah. that's it. i suck so he kept going and going and going yeah people yeah, just yeah. think that yeah with anything like even too like sometimes i've been trying to play guitar my whole life since i was a little kid right yeah and sometimes i wake up like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna be good at it and like you're not gonna be good if you don't practice every day but no. my son he when he was like fifth four no 13 for one summer he just kept practicing he's like way better than me just yeah. he kept practicing every single day it's not just gonna come to you right like anything in life you have to work at it and get better yeah any create for me any creative endeavor or um athletic um goal yeah it's directly aligned for the amount of hours that you put in yeah you're only as good as the amount of hours you put in so you there's no real oh man i'm not that good well you know you're only as good as the amount of hours you put <laughs> yeah. in dude. that's it you know yeah. so you want to be better than just put in more hours that's it yeah that's you true. how did you get into tattooing um yeah i mean I'll give you the really short. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was painting a mural. Yeah. I was painting a graffiti mural, and someone came up to me that was familiar with my work, my homie Jesse, and he said, "Hey, do you want to learn how to tattoo?" Yeah. And that's the short. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know. And right away, did you know, like, okay, I'll try it? Did, um, did you have any interest? No. In right that? away, I said no. I was <laughs> like, no, I don't have no. Ta I didn't have no tattoos. Yeah. And I want to be an artist. And in my head, an artist meant you're in a gallery, and. uh 
you know, there's like people in suits looking at your shit. And you're like, okay, <laughs> now I'm officially an artist. And then as I matured and got older and, and I just had a, a better understanding to me of what being an artist is. Yeah. Everyone's an artist, man. You know, no matter what your creative endeavor is, yeah. you're being an artist just because it's not a fucking gallery show. Yeah. You know, that, that doesn't mean it's not art. Yeah. Every day you, you present yourself to the world, you're an artist. You're walking and your personality and how you interact with other human beings, how you interact with your children is a creative endeavor because it's an individualized thing, you know? Yeah. So you're putting your own style and your own personality into whatever it is you're doing every single day. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Man. It's yeah. the truth and it's all it's all truth, you know? Like yeah. whatever you, you're putting out there, that's a reflection of you and that's, that's your art. That's like your walk, art. You can be walking, living, breathing art, you know? Yeah, man. Yourself, you know? Yeah. Even the way you dress and everything. Exactly, too, you know? man. Some people, their, their art is the way they fucking dress and that shit's fresh. <laughs> You know, I fell in love with my wife because of that. You know, that's cool. I've seen her, and she had just such an interesting yeah. outfit to me. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a, there was just so many subtle things going on, yeah. and I'm like, man, she's she's amazing. Yeah, to yeah. be able to have the mind to put all that together. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because nowadays, people will try to just skimpy and stuff like that. That's yeah, that'll that attract the wrong attention. But you know, someone that you could still look attractive and and, and dress and carry yourself and carry right. Yourself yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like a like a real woman. That's it. You know? That's it, man. And then I noticed too, like your style. Like, how did you get in? How did you perfect that that traditional style? Because it's like, like I, um, I forget what initially made me want to go more in that direction, you know. But I was really attracted to the bold lines, yeah. heavy black. I, the, it was a still a mystery to me um, over years and years of doing it, you know. But yeah, bold line, heavy black, yeah. and if possible, reference an old tattoo design, oh. and then that way there's some history to whatever it is yeah. you're doing, you know. Like some old there's flash. A, yeah, you know? old flash. That's yeah. it. If you're able to do that, for me, those are my favorite tattoos yeah. that I do. Yeah, because yeah, there's a history to it. Yeah, because like. When, when, you, when I look at my tattoo, it looks like I went back in time and I got it done. You know what I mean? Yeah. It looks like like that yeah, man. old school, dude. It's cool. It's just a little bit of a timeless quality to it. Yeah. And there's people that are able to draw modern, brand new designs, yeah. and there's a timeless quality to it. But if you want to make sure that that shit has a timeless quality to it, pick an old design. The references. Yeah. Are, they say yeah. They say that like uh, um, that the old tattoos, like traditional tattoos, like you'll be able to spot them across the street. Like, yeah, you'll exactly. Be able to see what it is. You know what it is. You know. Yeah. And they age correctly. You know. That's the goal. Like, Ten years, it looks like a blob. You know. Yeah. Like, what was that before? You yeah. Know? And sometimes when you over stylize shit, then uh, it looks like. It looks like from that era. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, oh, five, ten years from now, like, oh, you got a fucking staircase coming out of eyeballs or whatever was, like, <laughs> okay. trendy at the time. What, like, what's trendy right now is, like, that, uh, a little clock, the old clock. Everyone has that shit. I'm like, a company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I stopped doing that. Uh, I think I did one last year, dude, and I was like, all right, man, it was a nice guy. Yeah. I said, I don't agree with this shit, but uh, if you want me to do it, I'll do it because you're cool, man. And so, yeah, yeah dude. And, then, like, speaking of that, like, I was going to ask you, like, do you ever get, because I've seen you before, or, People like um, they'll come up with like like an idea in their head, you know, and the idea works great in your head, and you, you, you picture it on yourself, but it's not gonna tattoo properly, or the design sucks. Like the other people like that just insist on on the design, but you know that it's not gonna look right, and also the design is a poor design. So if you were to tattoo it, even though you tattoo it exactly how it is, like I don't do it no more. I used yeah. to do stuff like that. And now there's zero chance I'm gonna. I just say I just tell people this isn't the shop for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like the same for nice you, way. dude. Yeah, and I tell um, everyone else that works here the same yeah. thing. I'm like, hey man, don't do something you don't believe in. Let's let's respect the customer and yeah. be honest with them. And 
don't take his money, man. Take the next person's money that respects what you do and, and yeah. likes what you do. And yeah. if it ain't their shop, it ain't their shop, man. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's good. And that's a nice way, you know, of, of putting it, you know. I'd never hear other shop owners talk like just that. just take the money, dude. No, of course. They're trying to run a business. <laughs> so I don't know who's smarter. <laughs> Maybe they got it right and I got no, it wrong. But for you, doing that is smart because, like, you know, if the if the design sucks, you're going to tattoo it. It's like, dude, who did that? Oh, sure. oh that sucks. Yeah. But it's, it's not because you suck. It's because the design sucks. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. People don't get that in their hand, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, but like, whenever that happens, do you ever offer to, like, hey, I'll, re- I'll redraw it for you? And they just insist? Or? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, usually I just don't even do it. Oh, but. Okay. I don't know. It just depends on who they are. Yeah. If you might waste your time redrawing it and like, oh, I didn't like it. Oh, yeah. I don't do this shit for the money, dude. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I do it because I love it. It's just a fun job. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a fun job, you know. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, making money and being able to provide for my family is that's yeah, that's beautiful. That's you know? cool, yeah. yeah. See, and, and that's what I like, and, and it hit me when I was like, okay, cool, like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna have you on, and you agreed, you know, and it hit me like, like you're doing like, like the something that you love, and you're yeah. getting paid for it. That's yeah. like, that, and that is, it sounds cliche, but that's the ultimate goal that everybody, everybody has. Yeah, everybody. How many people hate their jobs? You know, a lot. They, they hate and I'm like, dude, work. quit the fucking job, then yeah. quit your job. If you don't like your job, yeah. quit your job. Yeah. And they're like, well, how am I supposed to? And I'm like, all right, dude, well figure it out man like start making plans for the next job or sometimes people hate their jobs they have zero plan of escape yeah they have zero plan of escape you know and then what sucks about that is that people don't 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 see it till once you get older like time time just fucking goes like we're in june already dude we're in june yeah six months into the year you know yeah i'm in june in my life (laughs) (laughs) i'm the june part of my fucking life yeah Yeah, man so I'm trying to right, make yeah, sure that yeah, I live no, it really up. Awesome. You know? too, yeah. yeah, I'm 43, so yeah. I'm like, hey, bro, I got like yeah. what 40, 50 years left. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm I'm trying to yeah. make sure that I'm happy every day. You know, <laughs> with me, man, I, I think it's like 25 because I'm overweight. I don't take care of myself. But that's good for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get to 100. I told my kids I'm gonna try to make it to 100. So yeah, yeah. So, like, how, how has this uh, pandemic affected your business? Has it affected you at all? Well, a little bit. I, I'm i one of the few. I, I don't even know any other shop owners yeah. that was like, fuck this shit. Yeah. I ain't going to wear a mask in here. This is ridiculous. It's not even a law. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, And so, at first, yeah, we closed up for a little bit. And then I started trying to understand the law a little bit better and what the mandate means. Yeah. And, and then I started reading... as many medical journals as I can and trying to listen to different perspectives from virologists, microbiologists, um, people that just that are, you know, experts in whatever their field is. And I've invested hundreds of hours into the subject, you know, just just to feel good within myself that, that I have a clear broad picture of what the fuck is going on you know or that you're doing the right thing like yeah you know? or that i'm doing the right thing yeah of course yeah. man and, and especially when i you know people say oh you have an audience i've always spoke my mind whether i had an audience or not yeah. you know like oh we're so happy you're speaking up because you have an audience man i'll be doing this if i had 10 people that followed <laughs> me you know and i don't want to be afraid to speak my mind because i have an audience yeah and so a lot of of uh 
followers? Uh, no, no, no. A lot of the, the people that are in my industry or people that are friends that have a lot of followers or oh, whatever the fuck, they, they they're, afraid. Afraid. Yeah. they're afraid. They're yeah. afraid. I'm like, what are you afraid of, man? <laughs> These are some fucking dorks out here that don't yeah. know shit. Yeah. They're misinformed. They're morons. They're bigots. They're judgmental assholes. And you're worried about their opinions? <laughs> Who cares, dude? Who yeah. cares? You get your information. You, 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 you know, do your own research. Yeah. And whatever conclusions you come to, do what's right for you and your family and do what's right for you and your yeah. community. Because that's what it comes down to in the yeah, end. That's what know? it comes down to. And man, it's so surprising how many people are afraid to have an opinion. And you wouldn't think that because like most people that own a tattoo shop or work in a tattoo shop, they're like, they're non-conformists because back in the day, like tattoos were outlawed, you know? like, Bro, like the amount know? of conformists in tattooing right now is <laughs> disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. Even graffiti writers, it's like, dude, you're, suppo- you're a criminal. Yeah. If you're a real graffiti writer, you're a criminal. Yeah. You know? And you're a conformist? You're a statist? <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, anything fucking that criminal Dr. Fauci says, that's that's what I that's what I'm doing with yeah. my life every day. Yeah. Or oh I'm walking around. I was like, yo, why are you wearing a mask outside, dog? That's weird. He's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I'm just used to it. Or or oh, I just want to be polite. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you write on people's fucking properties <laughs> for fun. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I'm happy to see people in LA now. Yeah. That are like having fun, doing punk shows, saying yeah. fuck this shit, yeah. being real nonconformists, you know what I mean? The big one that they had, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, they have those all the time. Yeah, yeah. And even people in San Diego, you know what I mean? And this isn't a political thing, it's a human thing, human, yeah. it's a spiritual thing. Yeah. And, and not spiritual religion, but spiritual as in, hey man, we're human beings. Yeah. Yeah. Take off your fucking mask, dude. Yeah. Let people see your smile, let people see your mouth move when you yeah. speak, dude. It's fucking gross, dude. There ain't nothing good about the mass uh, shit it's not it ain't nothing good about the mass yeah. shit pretty much they're controlling us they want they want to break us you know and, th- and they're doing that to a lot of people they're doing it dude. normal normal motherfuckers like that are my friends that are like yeah. normal human beings and i'm like what happened to you dude you're nuts yeah. i don't know man i don't know it's really frustrating sometimes dude. Yeah. it's hard it is too because like then they, they look at us and like oh you're crazy you're conspiracy theorist but like dude it's I, science I, yeah like science <laughs> common sense are on our side yeah science and common sense and humanity is on our side you know yeah. Cause like I'm, I do pest control, so sometimes I'll go to certain offices, right? Yeah. And every cubicle has like fucking sh- clear shower curtains. Like what the fuck? And I'm like, conspiracy theorist, you got a fucking shower curtain? Like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. You're the paranoid one. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're the Tim Foyle paranoid one. Yeah. yeah. Or like they'll tell me like, hey, are you gonna get the shot? I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna get that. Oh, your company's not gonna make you guys get it. Like, no. Zero chance. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna get it. And then the cool thing is that OSHA came to the rescue. What oh. they did is like they, they told companies if you want to enforce it, um, then you're gonna be responsible. If the individual dies, gets a stroke. Yeah, I heard they reversed that, though. Oh, they reversed that? Yeah, oh, I heard they reversed that. Wow, initially, yeah, initially, I heard that that what you said right yeah. now was, and then, like, two weeks later, after they got everyone thinking that that was yeah. it, two weeks later, they sw- they changed. Bane switch. <laughs> yeah, what's it called? The PrEP Act. I think it's called the PrEP yeah, Act. And that so, only makes sense. Yeah, you know? people should look up the PrEP Act, PrEP with, Act, which is just an extension of the law that got passed in 1986, from what I understand, the vaccine injury yeah. act or whatever where uh, pharmaceutical companies were, were no longer going to be held liable for any um, any shit that they yeah. any, anyone that they messed up you know what I mean yeah dude so it's terrible and most people that consent to these vaccinations don't uh, they don't know about that <laughs> they don't know about that dude so you're not receiving informed consent yeah and, it, and you know anyone that's a medical professional out there 
if you're not providing informed consent or if you get a sense that the person that's about to get that shit doesn't know some of these things, then you're kind of an asshole, dude. Like, yeah. you're, you're, you're providing this, uh, you're putting these vaccines in these people yeah. and you know that they don't know, that's not approved by the FDA, it's under emergency use authorization. Yeah, they, don't say it's they, don't, they, don't, they don't let you know that these pharmaceutical companies are making hella money off of it. They don't know that the, that the pharmaceutical uh, lobby is the biggest lobby in Washington. They don't know so much, dude, so much. And they just, they give them, they treat these people like dummies. Yeah. They, you go in there like, oh, no, well, it's safe. I'm just... Yeah, never mind this, you know, 10 page. Sign your name on the bottom, get this fucking shot, and now yeah. you got and it's crazy metal shit attached to you. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. The crazy thing is, like, you know, as a doctor, as a lawyer, as a cop, there's an oath you gotta take where you gotta you gotta be you know honor, you know, and like they don't like, have that. They don't have that they don't have, these are drug dealers. These people yeah. lab coats are just drug dealers, yeah, man, yeah. unfortunately. There's a lot of good doctors out there. Yeah. But for you as an individual to think that some person just has a white lab coat and all of a sudden they're a good guy, <laughs> you're tripping, dude. Like, yeah, yeah that's not reality, man. Yeah, it's not. That's not reality. Yeah. Luckily, my doctor, when this shit first started, he's like, ah, he's like, that's fake. It's the flu. Like, he knew already, you know? Yeah. I said, fuck yeah. You know, I'll, I have the same mentality. For, yeah. for me, what I think it is, I think it's the flu rebranded because now the flu is down 98%. From last July through the middle of January, just 662 confirmed cases of the flu have been reported in San Diego County with no deaths. During this same time last year, there were 10,000 cases and 32 deaths. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just rebranded and they want to scare you. So now they want to come up with the bird flu now. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, we kept now, talking now, about the bird flu. Now they're going to open up on the 15th. Oh, well, guess what? There's more. There's fucking the bird I flu. I know, man. It's, gonna, it's not going to stop. Everyone's like, oh, we just want to be left alone. We just don't say nothing no more. And yeah. like, it ain't never going to stop. It ain't never going to stop unless you start getting informed and talking some shit. And everyone's just like, no, no, man. Like, just wear a mask. No, no, just get back to you. Know? <laughs> I just want it all to end. This shit ends when you say it ends, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up to us. It's up I to opened us. up, man. We, I opened up. I took, opened up my windows. You know, I got inspired by some of my other friends that were yeah. doing the same thing. Oh shit! And it's like you gotta get informed and stand up for what's yeah. right. Yeah, man. Of course, TikTok's great. Yeah. Instagram's great. Yeah. All the shitty TV is fun. Yeah. Sports is fun. Yeah. But also take a little bit of time and to learn about to it. learn about yeah. it, man. Your your community, your yeah. your community could use that information, and your family could use that yeah. information. And yes. don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid of pushing back yeah. against some of this bullshit, man. Because it's bullshit. You got to stand up for what's right. Yeah. Even, though, even though it's not the narrative, but you have to, you know, yeah. as a human being, to, to for your freedoms, for just to be. That's why I feel. I feel like it's like a like a freedom thing, you know. And then like too, like what you mentioned, now you open up. That's like, like let's say. But let's say the economy would have affected just like you're in your, your ship sinking you're not doing nothing about it you know what I mean how many been and then yeah. and they're like oh well yeah we closed COVID man screw it and I'm like well you didn't it. stand up for yourself yeah. dude you yeah. didn't stand up for of course I I, I want to empathize with yeah, these people yeah. and I feel bad for them but at the same time the I'm truth, like bro man. come on man Come on, what did you do? You didn't do shit. You didn't You didn't try to push back. You didn't try to, oh, but the government's going to save you. The government ain't never saved shit, dude. They're fucking assholes, all of them, bro. Like, yeah. It's all a part of what they're doing. They're the ones that are doing this shit to us, you know, yeah. controlling everybody. Yeah, I guess so. What I'm always trying to promote is uh, indiv individual individualism mm. as a, as opposed to collectivism yeah. and there are good qualities about collectivism 
but individual individualism is more powerful i think yeah treating people that, as individuals and that's what martin luther king was talking about right yeah 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 the character the, the character of an individual yeah the, the content of the character yeah that's right also uh i, I noticed you mentioned that you used to do boxing too before yeah i grew up boxing yeah my dad um my dad was always into boxing and yeah. so uh Yeah, we connected through boxing, and so growing up, I I, I did that. Oh man, how yeah. many years did you do that for? Um, since I was like 12 to like 15, I think something like that, or probably maybe younger, maybe even younger. Yeah, That's and so I did about eight amateur fights, and then I uh, I took a break from that to uh, try to be a, a bad high school kid and smoke weed and get yeah. into trouble, and you know, it's like. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever like? Get, like really, really close to the gangs, the, the local gangs and stuff. Like, did you, did you run with gangs? No, not really. You know what? My brother got involved in gangs, and uh, my older brother. And I was like, damn, I don't want nothing to do with that. You know what I mean? But I still wanted to hang out with him, and and, and he was just like, nah, man, you can't come along. Oh, that's cool. You can't. So I think that's why I yeah. got involved in graffiti. Yeah. Because I think if I didn't get involved in graffiti, I would have probably got involved in, ga yes. in more gangsta. But yeah. I, I think you, you saw like your brother and what he was going through. It's like, oh, I, I, that's not cool, you know? Like I want to do something else. Like, yeah. You had that, you know, and for your brother, you know, right in front of you, you, you were actually able to see it. The, yeah. You, you know, people would glamorize it, but you were, able, you were able to see how bad it is too. You know? Yeah. He's the one that told me. He was like, you can't. And, and also my, my mom and dad were like, dude, you can't hang out with your brother. <laughs> He's getting into wild ass shit. Yeah. And then from there, uh, I can say, hey, you know, you know how to do a, a bunch of different things. Like also you're you, jujitsu, right? How did you get into yeah. that after? Well, once I started tattooing, um, I wanted to do something that got me physically active because I was yeah. sitting down for so long. And then I was watching, uh, I used to work at Blockbuster Video and I was watching a lot of uh, The UFC tapes on VHS. Yeah, yeah, it was the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I always thought it was interesting because it was always the most flexible people that were. Uh, yeah, like Hoist Gracie. Yeah, Hoist Gracie. Yeah, he, um, big fat, like 400 dude, and he beat him. Like, yeah, man, <laughs> that was like that blew my mind, you know. So after that, I was like, it was always in the back of my head yeah. that I wanted to learn a little bit of, about uh, jujitsu. Yeah. And so I thought I was just gonna do it for a couple months. You know, 15 years later, whatever, I'm still in love with the, with the yeah. sport and the art, you know. That's cool. And you're, you're a black belt in that? Yeah, I got my black belt through Barry Nishida. And um, yeah, man, it's probably one of the best things that's ever happened to me, you yeah. know. Yeah. And even like as, as an adult, did that kind of help you with like your discipline and stuff too? Even as an adult, like you can... Yeah, I mean, more than anything, it helped, it helped me the way that I interact with people. Yeah. You know, just treat everybody equal. And I don't know, man, I just... I'm never like afraid of anybody or I never think anyone is like, like a threat, I, I never like feel, a yeah, yeah, I never feel like dominated by anybody in the sense that like I have to be afraid of them or anything like that, you know, yeah. and then and once you, uh, you're into that type of frame of mind, you, you get to treat everybody the same and same. equal, you know. Yeah, I, I heard a, a interview of yours where you mentioned like, um, that, uh, You can you can walk around and or look at somebody and maybe I'm misquoting it, but you said that uh, you without any fear in your heart. Since I know jujitsu, I immediately feel that I can treat everyone as equal, you know, without without having any sense of fear in my heart, you know, which is important. Exactly, exactly. You know, that, that's cool, man. Because and 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 that's what I got when I, when I first met you when I walked in, you were working. Yeah. And like, not that you're cocky, but like you you feel like confident. You know what I mean? Yeah. That whatever situation you're put in, you're gonna be able to do something and defend yourself. You know? That, yeah, that, that's yeah. the thing that I got that you were like, not not really fearless, but also very respectful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Extreme. Um, mm -hmm. 
confidence, but also extreme, uh, what's it called, empathizing with everyone. As far as, uh, I, 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 I really, within my heart, anybody that walks through the door, they're my equal. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it doesn't matter if they look dirty, if they look grimy, if they, they're a hotshot guy, or it doesn't matter. To me, everyone's my equal. Yeah. And then it just goes from our interaction where it goes up or down from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if they're rude, yeah. then I'm like, hey, dude, I'm not rude to you. You're being rude to me, man. So now... Yeah, now, yeah, the whole dynamic here is yeah, different. Yeah. But the initial interaction with anyone, I want them to feel that I see them as an equal. And I and I want to feel it within me, like that, that I'm saying, well, what I'm saying is that I, I want to know within me that I see that individual as an equal. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has to be genuine. Yeah. If it ain't genuine, then you're just playing a part. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so then, that, so then by, by practicing that all the time, it's just going to come natural. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're always going to be like that. Yeah. Not just sometimes, but you're always going to be like that. Yeah, man. Everyone has their story. You know, everyone has their interesting story. Yeah. yeah. And then I noticed when I came in too, your your wife was working alongside with you. And that's like really really cool, man. Not only do you do something that you love, but you have your wife working right you know, yeah, side man. by side. That's she's awesome, so dude. cool, man. Yeah. She's such a hard worker. And her work is good too. Yeah. You know. And she loves me. That's fucking cool. That's really cool. She she really likes me, man. Sometimes we're just hanging out yeah. at home after a long day's work, and she's just sweet to me. Yeah. She puts her arm around. She's like, I'm like, man, I'm really lucky. Blessed, lucky. Yeah. Because a lot of times the wife or the girlfriend are like, ugh, yeah. this fucking That's guy. too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, I'm really blessed. And now my daughter started working here uh, about two weeks ago with her first wow. her first day as, yeah. a, as a shop help, you yeah. know. And, That's cool. And so I'm gonna start teaching her how to tattoo. Apprentice. Yeah, she's yeah. gonna be the apprentice. That's cool, man. That's cool because it's gonna it's gonna keep going. Yeah. That's awesome. That's man. the goal. The goal yeah. is to keep the shop here for for a long time, you know. That's awesome, man. Um, and then you were t- I heard in an interview too, you were saying that like um, like your wife, like the way she is, that like she makes you feel like like a man, you know, like like you know. Is it because like she she's submissive, or is it like more traditional? Because you guys are kind of old school, where like you know, like you're you're the man. I, of course, we're you're equal with her. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, she lets you be the man. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I feel yeah, I feel strong without her, and uh, she lets me take. Uh, leadership role in many aspects of our life and then she's the leader in many aspects of our life as well but she never tries to demasculate me or or try to make put me down or or anything like that I mean she'll she'll crack a joke and make fun of me of course you know but but um, yeah I don't know man it's just like it's really important how you treat your partner you know yeah yeah but I would say that no matter what whether any type of relationship there's always a leader in the relationship and it's no disrespect to the person that's not the leader in the relationship but there's also i think in every any relationship no matter how equal you always this yeah. one personality is going to be a little bit more dominant than the other and that's something between each each couple yeah, you know each partnership you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and whether you whether you like it or not man i in my head i'm always like oh, okay this person you know this person's the leader in the yeah. relationship. The was the pants or whatever. Well, yeah, or you know, you know, even yeah. two husbands. One, yeah. one husband is a little bit more. Yeah. You know, he's the, a he's, he's, Yeah, yeah. He's, there's nothing. You know, it's just yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's true. Because like, uh, like I, I, like I, I'll joke around with my wife. Like, hey, like I'm supposed to be in charge, but realistically, you're in charge. Like, yeah. like let's say, hey, let's go eat something. You're like, no, and like, fuck, okay, I'm not gonna eat that. Or let's go here. No, I'm not gonna go. And I tell yeah. her, is right, kids? She's in charge. I'm like, yeah. She's like, no, I'm not like that. <laughs> 
I like that. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess the trick for for Jane is to pretend. <laughs> to, to make me believe that she's letting me be in charge, yeah. but really she runs the whole shit. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, knows, they are man. because they, it all comes down to what they say, like you know, yeah. happy wife, happy life. A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. So many of my choices are like, wait, is this gonna piss Jane off or is yeah. this gonna make Jane happy? Yeah. In her? yeah. But you know, sometimes sometimes I mess up and I, I piss her off on purpose. Like, oh, why did I say that shit? You know, right, and right. I push her buttons. You know, and they just look at you like, man, you screwed up. And I'm like, look, <laughs> she, she's mad now yeah um what's what uh so like in the future you, you want to like once you get all that knowledge from your your cousin with the movie making you have you want to see like the you want to make like a movie but you have any other like plans and like for the future like that yeah like what, how do you, where do you see yourself like say let's say in 10 years yeah i think still tattooing but um i'm really interested in trying to to get this project going because it just seems so far-fetched when yeah. i was little it just seems so far-fetched to either be in a movie or make a movie or write a movie or anything yeah. movie-related. I've always been obsessed with movies yeah. since I was a little kid. And so now, man, it just I just really think I could see this whole project all the way through. Yeah. Even if it doesn't uh, become a movie, at least I'm going to turn it into a graphic novel. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah, and so it'll be a completely finished story. Yeah. And so, man, I'm so excited about it. You know, I just yeah. got to put in more work. I think I just got to, uh, my cousin, like I was telling you, he inspired <laughs> me. He works day and night wow. on this, on his project. You know, he's working on this yeah. project constantly. So it was a reminder last time that I seen him, I'm like, all right, here's a template. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's cool, man. Um, so like, have you been writing some of it already or it's all in your head right now? Um, I'm on page 95. Oh, shit. Yeah, of the screenplay. And I think uh, most screenplays are 110 to 120 pages. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm towards the end of the first yeah. draft and uh, the screenplay. And so I got a screen, I uh, read a couple books about how to write how to format a screenplay yeah. and how to write it i mean and then just a bunch of youtube videos and yeah. just watching movies and just being conscious mm -hmm. of this is where they cut this is the this is where he meets the love interest yeah. or you know or being more analytical about how i watch movies you know? but but i guess by studying all that you you kind of see movies a different way now like as where other people like before when i was younger like i would listen to a song right and what would stand out to me is just the singing and the guitar yeah and then once i got more into music and playing other instruments no, I hear, I hear the. Uh, oh, sorry. This it's is, all right. Yeah. I'll hear, I'll hear the bass. Yeah, I'll hear yeah. the drums, the hi hats, and you know. So when you, when you um watch a movie, it's cool because you're able to see it like that. Yeah. Just like with tattoos, when you see a tattoo, you can tell that that's a good tattoo. Yeah, you, man. You can tell yeah. right away. Just yeah. like uh, someone who cuts hair, that's a good haircut. That's not a good. Haircut. Yeah, and the average uh, person, they don't see the that. average audience is just enjoying, and they don't know why they enjoy it. Or, yeah. You know, there's. And um, yeah, for me, I've always been into studying yeah. movies because in high school I had a class, I had a teacher, Mr. Rothschild, and he had us, there was a semester where it was, this high school, yeah. where we watched movies and we talked about the symbolism in the movies oh and all God. these things. You and I was, it down, and, you know? Yeah, and I was in high school and, I was, and that blew my mind. I was like, wait, so all those choices were very deliberate. Every single choice that you see in a movie was very, yeah. very deliberate, you know, even the bad ones very very deliberate choices and so um so yeah it's been 20 years of that yeah of just like looking at movies that way you know wow, for that, movies, that long, yeah, for that long wow. i've been looking at movies that way 
and that's man, I love all that stuff, yeah. dude. So, yeah. so here's my chance, dude. I'm gonna take that's it. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always good to do, but like whatever it is in your mind, at least give it a try. Cause yeah. You know, that's what I, I've been learning as I get older. I'm, I'm, I'm 41, and, and like whenever, like if you have an idea, just go out and try it. You know, because yeah. you, you you won't know if, if you're good at it or not if you never try it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm not even planning to be good at it. I'm just planning on seeing it through. <laughs> I'm gonna see it through, man. It's yeah. gonna happen, you know. But yeah, that, that's that's what I heard you two say too. Like like you got into so many things, and uh, you're you're kind of mediocre at it. But then, you, but you still try. Like you you have like a slow learning curve. You were saying slow learning curve. Yeah, yeah man, that's it. Yeah. So I, I just fell in love with all the different art forms, and I don't know. At some point, I'm like, man, this is gonna be a really short life, and I always think like. Whoa, that guy that was a famous race car driver, that was that was it. He had one life and everything revolved around that. racing cars, yeah. which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. But for me I want to live four four or five different lives in one life. Yeah, you know, I heard you I heard you say that maybe before. Yeah. And it, and it makes sense, you know? Cause like and then some people don't even do anything. It's like a boring life and I, <laughs> you know, it's the truth, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like I came to the realization now I'm I'm, old, I'm older, it's like like some people hate the way they look, they hate their life, maybe it sucks, but dude, this is the only shot you have on earth, you know, yeah. like we're alive and like enjoy it. Do the most stuff you, you can, you know? Yeah. And so I'm always trying to learn a bunch of different things too. You know, like my, my, my wife she, she puts up with it. like I used yeah. to make wrestling masks and I was collecting guitars and whatnot. That's so and cool. Just do dude. Different things, that know? is sick. Because I, I like to have all these different like just I might not be a, like perfect at it or a yeah. professional at it, but I like to be able to work, work on cars, do this and that. You're curious, you know? you're, you're you know? curious, and you want to see how shit yeah. works. Yeah, and then yeah. the whole thing with cars. My wife is into cars, and then my dad was into cars. Oh, that's cool. And so uh, now I'm watching like I'll, I'll watch videos about cars, and I'm yeah. like, and then I. I understand the the car fanatics a yeah. little bit i'm like oh man yeah that's i can't believe before i didn't appreciate yeah. that you know it's just like people that don't appreciate good tattoos mm -hmm. and then all, all of us tattooers are sitting here at the shop like man these people don't really appreciate yeah. the good stuff yeah. they don't know well yeah well why should they you know they don't yeah. you know it's they not their know. thing you yeah, know it's not yeah. their thing yeah. and uh so say so yeah same thing with cars now i'm like able to see cars and the design and the type of engine and this and yeah. and the craftsmanship and all that stuff man what a beautiful art yeah, form you know yeah. the people that design cars and build cars yeah, and all that cool she like it's crazy like all those older cars some of them like are ahead of their time it's like beautiful like the curves like in the right place yeah you know, man like, yeah know? it's so sick dude do you guys own any classic cars right now or no um, no, no, no. My wife has a really nice GTI, but uh, my dad has like eight, ten. Oh, wow. I don't know how many cars. He has a bunch of cars that he's restoring yeah. little by little. Yeah, and then I noticed too, like it hit me when I was thinking, is that uh, like, uh, like all the things that you do, they're all arts, like like martial arts. Yeah, you know, painting, tattooing is an art. You know, yeah. uh, the film that you want to commit, that's all art. You know. Yeah. And so it's crazy how you, the good thing is that you can do all those things. You know. Yeah, I mean, I love any creative endeavor, and maybe I yeah. just get bored too easily, you know, and I want to, like, do something for a couple hours and then do another thing for a couple yeah. of hours. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know if that's <laughs> just, like, how God made me. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, it is. But I really appreciate, you know, any creative endeavor, man. It's yeah, because like, not everyone is like that, because, like, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if you like it, but, like, is your mind always racing and stuff, like, different oh, ideas? Oh, man, right? and what's worse is that my mind races the most right around 2 a.m. <laughs> 
And so I'm like, all right. I wrote this, you know, I worked on the script. Yeah. I watched a movie with the wife. I smoked the bowl. You know, whatever. I'm ready to lay down. And then I lay down, and all my best ideas are, like, from 2 to 4 in the morning. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, what, what am I supposed to do here, man? Yeah. Does Jane ever try, like, go to sleep? No, she loves staying oh, up, okay. man. She stays up yeah. later than I do, and I'm usually the one that's like, "Hey, let's let's go lay down." <laughs> She's like, oh, "All right, all yeah. right." Yeah, that's what happens. Is we'll, we'll be on the couch, you're like, "Fuck, you're like sleepy, or you're like dozing up." You go to the bed, all of a sudden, poof, it starts up. Your brain just keeps going. Yeah, yeah. Like, Sometimes I even feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm sleeping already, but in, 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 in like I guess the, the early part of the sleep stage, I'm still mm. thinking about shit. Like, Fuck, yeah. turn it off. I'm gonna go to sleep. Yeah, you know? and a lot of it comes down to how to better communicate what I'm trying to say yeah. to people okay. you know and I hardly ever go on Facebook but sometimes I feel like like oh man there's something that I, I think I could say yeah. that'll encourage people or that'll wake people up yeah. or something and really I should have said it like this yeah and really I should have left out that one part about this or yeah. like my main goal is bringing as many people to our side yeah. in the sense of people that are interested in truth and reality yeah. and humanity yeah. as possible yeah. you know that's true, you know, and you, right, that's exactly what I was going to talk to you about too. How like, um, how, how, what is it? And like, I don't like. I was trying to think. What is it inside of us that we have that we we want? We want people like we shouldn't give a fuck about people, but yeah. it's like I care, man, because I want people. To, I want people to know the truth, even though you yeah. think I'm crazy. I care enough about people that it's like we're risking ourselves by when you post stuff like that. Like they flag you. They know who they know who we are, even yeah. though the smallest person. There's certain. There's cool. Yeah. There's certain things that you say. Certain words that that get flagged, right? Yeah. It's like I'm doing all this. For what? But because I care. Like, like what? Like what? What drives you to be like that? To want to inform? Yeah, I, I really hate bullies, man. Okay. I hate bullies, you know. And I feel like these corporations have deceived so many people. I feel these corporations. How many children have died because of these sick people? Yeah. How many people? These are these are sociopaths. Yeah. These billionaires that own these corporations, they're sociopaths. They don't care about you, man. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates don't give a fuck about you. Fauci don't care about <laughs> you. Uh, Bezos, none of those people yeah. care about you. They pretend that they do, and they tell you, care about this, and this is the yeah. new subject to be talking about. Wake up, dude. These people don't give a crap about you, and they never have. You yeah. know? And they're all working together, man. Yeah. They, you know. It's those. insane, man. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then what sucks is like the average person just they the just take whatever. Person, they're, they're yeah. Okay, that's truth, and I believe that. You know. It's crazy, man. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just and for me more than anything. All right, you want to be an adult and you want to be a brainwashed pig that just does whatever gets told to do by you know these corporations. Yeah. That's fine, but when little kids have to deal with that yeah. shit, that's when I'm like, man, yeah. you're about to Take put your kids an experimental a vaccine. <laughs> From what? From yeah. Pfizer that got sued yeah. because, you know, they showed that they don't give a shit about kids yeah. and then, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's fucking Johnson gross. already got sued for, for the powder and shit. Bro, it, every single one, dude. I got a list right here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I won't go through it, but I printed yeah. it all out. Yeah. It's like you so go, many lawsuits. Like. So many lawsuits, <laughs> man. And so... I don't know, it's just a drive within me, yeah. you know, that I'm like, no, man, no. And I get criticized on occasion, you know, but more than anything, I get so many messages yeah. from people that total different maybe, spectrums you know? yeah. of the political spectrum. And that was my main goal from the beginning, you know, because yeah. I notice how much they try to divide people yeah. into car- uh put people into different boxes. Yeah. And say, hey, you're a part of this box, and this is how you have to think. Yeah. Whether that means whether you identify as 
for instance, uh, oh, I'm a Democrat, so I have to think this way. Yeah. Or I'm a Republican, so I have to follow these things. Or I'm Mexican, so I have to think this way. Yeah. Or I'm black, and I have to be this way and act this yeah. No, dude, break out of that shit. Yeah. Those were all corporate constructs. Yeah. That's all that shit is, you know? It was all there, like, to, to mess us up. It's and all yeah. there to keep yeah. us divided, yeah. man. And, like, Asian aid, and now black and Asians are fighting, and then the blacks and whites are fighting, and it's just, like, ridiculous, yeah. man. Yeah. These is all bullshit, dude. Yeah. It's all bullshit. These corporations are the enemy. Yeah, it is. These corporations are the enemy. And they want to make us believe that that we're, ourselves are our enemies. Like, the certain race is your enemy, a certain fucking yeah, color. Yeah, they, they have us fighting about tiny little things yeah. when there's bigger issues out there, you know? Yeah, yeah behind the bigger scenes. Issues, behind the scenes stuff, dude. Behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, well, you know, I want to thank you for, for, for being like that because uh, you mentioned there's a lot of people that have a platform and, and they're afraid, you know? That's they're, crazy they're afraid, to me. Yeah, that's I like, don't like that, man. Yeah. And people need to... Stand up for what's right yeah. and stop being a fucking coward yeah. and have an opinion. Yeah. And and be ready to change your opinion. Yeah. Be ready to change your opinion, you know? Yeah, because you also you also have to be able to like, okay, you know what, I was wrong. Yeah. People see that and that's genuine because yeah. we're not always right, you know. But sometimes if you're wrong, you have to be able to accept, you know what? Yeah. Okay, I was wrong, so this is the truth. Okay, cool. Yeah. You In know? college, uh, my political leanings were pretty much borderline Marxist, I guess, you know? Okay. Yeah, reading Karl Marx and, you know, because when you get into college, you're yeah. like, yeah, well, they Rage Against the Machine, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah, Rage Against yeah, the Machine. Yeah. And, and then, uh, what was the the guitarist for Rage Against the Machine? Tom Morello. Tom Morello yeah. had a hat that said socialist and yeah. I was like, wow, what's, cool. what's socialist? <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, and I was like, yeah, yeah this is who I am, man. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Che Guevara t-shirt wearing yeah. socialist yeah. Marxist. And then once, and so for me to be able to break out of that, yeah. that was like major, you That's know? 180 right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it happened very naturally, but then eventually I read this book called uh, The Law mm -hmm. by uh, Federic Bastiat, I think that's his name. Mm -hmm. Man, that someone put me hip to that, man, and that one blew my mind. Yeah. And then another one of my friends was like, oh, you like that? We'll read Thomas Sowell. And Thomas Sowell yeah. changed the game for me, man, yeah. because he's hard research and he's just like an amazing person, yeah. man. And his uh, his arguments are so solid and based on reality that yeah. it's like it changed my whole perspective on yeah, shit. Yeah, because, man, because it, it's easy to fall into that, like, especially when you're in college because that's all they're pushing, you know? Yeah. Rage Against the Machine. That's the thing my brother told me. I still like, love Rage Against yeah, the Machine, cool, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> shit. But, like, yeah, like, he was saying that my brother was like, yeah, I would wear Che Guevara shirts and, like, and now you realize the truth. Like, he, he would kill a lot of, like, black people because he hated blacks. And yeah, yeah, a lot, yeah. A lot of crazy stuff that yeah. if you dig deep into it, you see, like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, he made weird-ass remarks about Mexicans, too. Um... Yeah, dude, he, he he had some good, you know, uh, what's that movie called? Uh, Motorcycle Diaries? Yeah. Love that yeah, movie. I love that movie, man. <laughs> One of my favorite movies. But he was just a human being, man. He was a yeah. flawed character. He, what's important is to not idolize people, yeah. you know? Yeah, don't idolize people. Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying that, too, like, not to idolize people. That's why you see everyone like an equal. Like, So, like, if uh, if somebody famous walks into your shop, I say, he's just my equal. He's just the dude, yeah. yeah. If I treat him more than that, then I'm fucking up. Yeah, yeah I ain't going to do that, dude. You're right. Man. Yeah. You're right. And they don't want to get treated that way, either. No. Yeah. yeah, a lot of them hate it. Yeah. They, they actually like it better if you just treat them like a regular person. Yeah. And what's funny is when you sometimes when I see people that are like famous or, or, or like popular yeah. and they see someone like, you know, like oh, uh, approaching them very meekly or something. <laughs> 
What's weird is when those people want to exploit those people. And so you see it in gangs a lot, yeah. like the alpha gang member yeah. exploits the younger dudes. Yeah. And you see it in a lot of friendships that's like a toxic friendship, yeah. you know? So the person, instead of empowering the person that feels meek, yeah. it's like, no, they, they, they exploit them. Yeah. And so as, so a, as a leader, yeah, it's yeah. not cool. It's not good. Yeah. So as a leader, your your goal should be to empower yeah. the people that look up to you. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, dude, you look up to me, but really we're the same, dude. Yeah. And you have more power than me because either you're younger or yeah. you're more handsome or you're fucking yeah. whatever, dude. Yeah, like, you got more either. money, yeah. you know? And so don't look up to me. You, I'm trying to give you power, man, you know? And yeah. so when I see, like, even tattoo apprenticeships, where the the person that hazing period, the hazing yeah, period, that's sucks. not right, dude. What's what's your what's your problem, dude? Yeah. You know, it's cool to like break someone down a little bit, yeah. but it has to be there at the end of the day. It has to be constructive, yeah. you know. And if it's just a ma- yeah, if it's just a matter of you just like picking someone apart and destroying them mentally, so you're it makes it easier for you to exploit them. Yeah. Then you're not a good person, man. You need to change that about you. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, those are all true true words. Right? Yeah, man. So it, it's been great having on you, having you on here. Is, is there any any last words you want to leave us with, or any shout outs? Yeah, man. I just want to tell everyone that you know I love everyone, and I'm sorry that sometimes when people disagree with me that they get emotional about it. Um, Everyone's welcome here at the shop. It doesn't matter what your political affiliation is, what your um, opinions about coronavirus, any of that, man. None of that matters. Everybody's welcome here, dude. And we love everybody here. And so everybody, I hope they come by the shop, say what's up. And if you want a shit tattoo, I promise I'll let you know and tell you to go somewhere else. (laughs) That's good. It's good, man. Yeah, yeah. Tough love. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for opening your doors and and, agreeing to come on. And uh, is there anywhere they can follow you on IG or? Um, I would say just go to Splurgio. Okay. Splurgio, that's the Instagram handle. Splurgio on Instagram. Yeah. And that's it, man. All right, man. Thank you very much. Right on. God bless, man. Peace. Peace.